Welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I'm so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Never Bands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Moveforth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace, and merchandise for you and your family. My website is www.move-forth.com. I am reading from the Founders Bible, which is a New American Standard Bible that includes historical documents from the Founders era. You can get one at www.foundersbible.com. I'm following the five-day Bible reading plan. You can download and print a copy today at www.5daybiblereading.com. And this is done weekly so that, um, you know, you if you might be ke- falling behind or feeling like you're falling behind, you can have a couple days to catch up. So that is a very lovely design, this plan. And I definitely don't want to encourage you to feel like this is a defeating um challenge in your life. Uh, We want to shift our mindset so that it is a, it's an intention, it's a commitment, and it is a uh, transformation of sorts. It is a habit that we can add to our lives to transform us by being in the presence of God each day. So I'm just so glad that you are here. So I will say that Um, If this is your first time joining the podcast, I'm so glad you're here. You can absolutely start here and go to the end and then go back to day one, or you can just stop here and go to day one now and let today be your first day in reading the Bible in a year. So with that said, um, this is my first time reading the whole Bible, and I've never done it in a year, (laughs) so... I am just like some of you here. Uh, There might be some of you who've already done this. So I'm just very glad that you've chosen this place to do it this year on the podcast here. So I know that I'm going to uh, say things incorrectly, mispronounce names and landmarks and other things. So I'll go ahead and apologize now. And but hey, it's just kind of part of the experience, isn't it? So I normally just do these in one take uh, because I want it to feel um, accessible to you. I want it to feel human. I want it to feel almost, I guess, imperfect, right? Because that's what that's what we are, and we need God to achieve that purity and that righteousness. So that's how I do it over here. And if you would like to, I, I would love it if you would consider joining the uh, Move Forth with Grace community on my website. Um, it's not a place where I'm going to sell you anything, that's for sure. It's just a place where we can gather as we do this together this year and reading the Bible. So today is day 53, and we will be finishing up numbers. We'll be reading numbers 34 through 36 and Luke 4. Instruction for... Apportioning Canaan, chapter 34. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Command the sons of Israel and say to them, When you enter the land of Canaan, this is the land that shall fall to you as an inheritance, even the land of Canaan according to its borders. 
Your southern sector shall extend from the wilderness of Zin along the side of Edom, and your southern border shall extend from the end of the Salt Sea eastward. Then your border shall turn direction from the south to the ascent of Akrabim and continue to Zin, and its termination shall be to the south of Kadesh Barnea, and it shall reach Hazradar and continue to Asman. The border shall turn direction from Asman to the brook of Egypt, and its termination shall be at the sea. As, the western bo- as for the western border, you shall have the great sea, that is its coastline, this shall be your west border, and this shall be your north border, you shall draw your border line from the great sea to Mount Hor. You shall draw a line from Mount Hor to the Lebo Hamath, and the termination of the border shall be Zadad, and the border shall proceed to Ziphron, and its termination shall be at Hazar Anan. This shall be your north border. For your eastern border, you shall also draw a line from Hazar Anan to Shephem, and the border shall go down from Shephem to Riblah on the east side of Ain, and the border shall go down and reach to the slope on the east side of the Sea of Chinnereth. And the border shall go down to the Jordan, and its termination shall be at the Salt Sea. This shall be your land according to its borders all around. So Moses commanded the sons of Israel, saying, This is the land that you are to apportion by lot among you as a possession, which the Lord has commanded to give to the nine and a half tribes. For the tribes of the son of Reuben have received theirs according to their father's households, and the tribe of the sons of Gad according to their father's households, and the half-tribe of Manasseh have received their possession. The two and a half tribes have received their possession across the Jordan opposite Jericho, eastward toward the sun rising. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, These are the names of the men who shall apportion the land to you for inheritance, Eleazar the priest and Joshua the son of Nun. You shall take one leader of every tribe to apportion the land for inheritance. These are the names of the men of the tribe of Judah, Caleb the son of Jephunneh, of the tribe of the sons of Simeon, Samuel the son of Amahud, of the tribe of Benjamin, Elidad the son of Chislan, of the tribe of the sons of Dan, a leader, Buki, the son of Jogli, of the sons of Joseph, of the tribe of the sons of Manasseh, a leader, Haniel, the son of Ephod, of the tribe of the sons of Ephraim, a leader, Kemuel, the son of Shiphtan, of the tribe of the sons of Zebulun, a leader, Elisaphan, the son of Parnach, of the tribe of the sons of Issachar, a leader, Palatiel, the son of Asan, of the tribe of the sons of Asher, a leader, Ahuhud, the son of Shalomi, of the tribe of the sons of Naphtali, a leader, Pedahel, the son of Amahud. These are those whom the Lord commanded to apportion the inheritance to the sons of Israel in the land of Canaan. Cities for the Levites, chapter 35. Now the Lord spoke to Moses in the plains of Moab by the Jordan opposite Jericho, saying, Command the sons of Israel that they give to the Levites from the inheritance of their possession cities to live in, and you shall give the Levites pasture lands around the cities. The cities shall be theirs to live in, and their pasture land shall be for their cattle and for their herds and for all their beasts. The pasture lands of the cities which you shall give to the Levites shall extend from the wall of the city outward a thousand cubits around. You shall also measure outside the city on the east side two thousand cubits and on the south side two thousand cubits and on the west side two thousand cubits and on the north side two thousand cubits with the city in the center. 
This shall become theirs as pasture lands for the cities, cities of refuge. The cities which you shall give to the Levites shall be the six cities of refuge, which you shall give for the main for the manslayer to flee to, and in addition to them you shall give forty-two cities. All the cities which you shall give to the Levites shall be forty-eight cities together with their pasture lands. As for the cities which you shall give from the possession of the sons of Israel, you shall take more from the larger, and you shall take less from the smaller. Each shall give some of the cities to the Levites in proportion to his possession which he inherits. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel and say to them, When you cross the Jordan into the land of Canaan, then you shall select for yourselves cities to be your cities of refuge, that the manslayer who has killed any person unintentionally may flee there. The cities shall be to you as a refuge from the avenger, so that the manslayer will not die until he stands before the congregation for trial. The cities which you are to give shall be your six cities of refuge. You shall give three cities across the Jordan and three cities in the land of Canaan. They are to be the cities of refuge. These six cities shall be for refuge for the sons of Israel and for the alien and for the sojourner among them, that anyone who kills a person unintentionally may flee there. But if he struck him down with an iron object so that he died, he is a murderer. The murderer shall surely be put to death. If he struck him down with a stone in the hand by which he will die, and as a result he died, he is a murderer. The murderer shall surely be put to death. Or if he struck him with a wooden object in the hand by which he might die, and as a result he died, he is a murderer. The murderer shall surely be put to death. The blood avenger himself shall put the murderer to death. He shall put him to death when he meets him. If he pushed him of hatred or threw something of at him lying in wait, and as a result he died, or if he struck him down with his hand in enmity, and as a result he died, the one who struck him shall surely be put to death. He is a murderer. The blood avenger shall put the murderer to death when he meets him. But if he pushed him suddenly without enmity or threw something at him without lying in wait or with any deadly object of stone and without seeing it dropped on him so that he died, while he was not his enemy nor seeking his injury, then the congregation shall judge between the slayer and the blood avenger according to these ordinances. The congregation shall deliver the manslayer from the hand of the blood avenger, and the congregation shall restore him to his city of refuge to which he fled, and he shall live, it, live in it until the death of the high priest who was anointed with the holy oil. But if the manslayer at any time goes beyond the border of his city of, of refuge to which he may flee, and the blood avenger finds him outside the border of his city of refuge, and the blood avenger kills the manslayer, he will not be guilty of blood, because he should have remained in his city of refuge until the death of the high priest. But after the death of the high priest, the manslayer shall return to the land of his possession. These things shall be for a statutory ordinance to you throughout your generations in all your dwellings. If anyone kills a person, the murderer shall be put to death at the evidence of witnesses, but no person shall be put to death on the testimony of one witness. Moreover, you shall not take ransom for the life of a murderer who is guilty of death, but he shall surely be put to death. You shall not take ransom for him who has fled to his city of refuge, that he may return to live in the land before the death of the priest. So you shall not pollute the land in which you are, for blood pollutes the land, and no ex, ex, 
expiation can be made for the land for the blood that is shed on it, except by the blood of whom who shed it. You shall not defile the land in which you live, in the midst of which I dwell, for I the Lord am dwelling in the midst of the sons of Israel. Inheritance by Marriage, Chapter 36 And the heads of the fathers' households, of the family of the sons of Gilead, the sons of Machir, the sons of Manasseh, of the families of the sons of Joseph, came near and spoke before Moses and before the leaders, the heads of the fathers' households, of the sons of Israel, and they said, The Lord commanded my Lord to give the land by lot to the sons of Israel as an inheritance, and my Lord was commanded by the Lord to give the inheritance of Zelophehad, our brother, to his daughters. But if they marry one of the sons of the other tribes of the sons of Israel, their inheritance will be withdrawn from the inheritance of our fathers and will be added to the inheritance of the tribe to which they belong. Thus it will be withdrawn from our allotted inheritance." When the jubilee of the sons of Israel comes, then their inheritance will be added to the inheritance of the tribe to which they belong. So their inheritance will be withdrawn from the inheritance of the tribe of our fathers. Then Moses commanded the sons of Israel according to the word of the Lord, saying, The tribe of the sons of Joseph are right in their statements. This is what the Lord has commanded concerning the daughters of Zelophehad, saying, Let them marry whom they wish. Only they must marry within the family of the tribe of their father. Thus, no inheritance of the sons of Israel shall be transferred from tribe to tribe, for the sons of Israel shall each hold to the inheritance of the tribe of his fathers. Every daughter who comes into possession of an inheritance of any tribe of the sons of Israel shall be wife to one of the family of the tribe of her father, so that the sons of Israel each may possess the inheritance of his fathers. Thus, No inheritance shall be transferred from one tribe to another tribe, for the tribes of the sons of Israel shall each hold to his own inheritance. Just as the Lord had commanded Moses, so the daughters of Zelophehad did. Mala, Tirsa, Hagla, Milcah, and Noah, the daughters of Zelophehad, married their uncle's sons. They married those from the family of from the families of the sons of Manasseh, the son of Joseph, and their inheritance remained with the tribe of the family of their father. These are the commandments and the ordinances which the Lord commanded to the sons of Israel through Moses in the plains of Moab by the Jordan opposite the Jericho. Luke chapter 4, The Temptation of Jesus. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led around by the Spirit in the wilderness, for forty days being tempted by the devil. And he ate nothing during those days, and when they had ended, he became hungry. And the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. And Jesus answered him, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone. And he led him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, I will give you all this domain and its glory. For it has been handed over to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you worship before me, it shall be yours. Jesus answered him, It is written, You shall worship the Lord your God and serve him only. And he led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, 
If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to guard you. And on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered and said to him, It is said, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished every temptation, he left him until an opportune time. Jesus' Public Ministry And Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread through all the surrounding district. And he began teaching in their synagogues and was praised by all. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as was his custom, he entered the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read. And the book of the prophet Isaiah Isaiah was handed to him, and he opened the book and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free those who are oppressed, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down, and the eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. And all were speaking well of him, and wondering at the gracious words which were falling from his lips, and they were saying, Is this not Joseph's son? Sorry about this. My page is sticking. (laughs) Goodness. And he said to them, No doubt you will quote this proverb to me. Physician, heal yourself. Whatever we heard was done at Capernaum. Do do here in your hometown as well. And he said, Truly I say to you, no prophet is welcome in his hometown. But I say to you in truth, there were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah, when the sky was shut up for three years and six months, when a great famine came over all the land. And yet Elijah was sent to none of them, but only to Zarephath in the land of Sidon, to a woman who was a widow. And there were many lepers in Israel in the time of Elisha, the prophet, and none of them was cleansed, but only Naaman, the Syrian. And all the people in the synagogue were filled with rage as they heard these things. And they got up and drove him out of the city and led him to the brow of the hill on which their city had been built, in order to throw him down the cliff. But passing through their midst, he went his way. And he came down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and he was teaching them on the Sabbath. And they were amazed at his teaching, for his message was with authority. In the synagogue there was a man possessed by the spirit of an unclean demon, and he cried out with a loud voice, Let us alone. What, a business, what business do we have with each other, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet and come out of him. And when the demon had thrown him down in the midst of the people, he came out of him without doing him any harm. And amazement came upon them all that they began talking with one another, saying, What is this message? For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out. 
and the report about him was spreading into every locality in the surrounding district. Many are healed. Then he got up and left the synagogue and entered Simon's home. Now Simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever, and they asked him to help her. And standing over her, he rebuked the fever, and it left her. And she immediately got up and waited on them. While the sun was setting, all those who had any who were sick with various diseases brought them to him. And laying his hands on each one of them, he was healing them. Demons also were coming out of many shouting, You are the Son of God. But rebuking them, he would not allow them to speak, because they knew him to be the Christ. When day came, Jesus left and went to a secluded place, and the crowds were searching for him, and came to him and tried to keep him from going away from them. But he said to them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, for I was sent for this purpose. So he kept on preaching in the synagogues of Judea. And those are our readings today. Finishing up numbers with the creation of law amongst the people. Many details involved in these in these books that we've been reading in the Old Testament. The beginning of law. And then over in Luke talking about, you know, Jesus performing healings, healing miracles. And it always just takes my breath away to think about, you know, being around at that time and being in Jesus' presence when, you know, he's calling out demons and he is rebuking them and they can't touch him, right, because they know who he is. And being a part of a family where a family member was healed by Jesus, I mean, it's just, it's so incredibly powerful to just, be in that place, thinking about Jesus and his his nature, his purpose, and what a gift, what a gift he is. Let's go ahead and finish with our prayer today. Dear Lord, thank you yet again for another day, another day for us to see how things began and to see how things became new through Jesus, through his loving way, through his peace, through his kindness, through his healing of so many, through his generosity He embodies you, Lord. For him to show us how he did not give in to the devil. He was not tempted. His strength, the words which you provided him with, Lord. May we try to imitate that so that when we are tempted, we can have the reply that is truth in you and that protects us from those evil temptations, Lord. And we say this in Jesus' name.
Amen. Well, that concludes our episode today. Thanks so much for being here. And if you are enjoying this, I would be so grateful if you could just share this with someone in your life so that we can keep building the podcast community here and that we can be messengers of empowerment together. Such a powerful place to be. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.